Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Knee Slap and K-Pop podcast. Today, I'm Sammy, and with me is Kayla. Hello. And we're finally done with Produce Month. This we're is our last episode. Here to wrap up Produce Month. Here to wrap up Produce Month with the very simple question of what happens now? Yes. What is the future of most, I mean, mostly K-Pop, because yeah. that's where it's ended, and... We can touch on C-pop and J-pop because it's still going. I think it is probably affected less in China and Japan as well, mm-hmm. um, but we'll touch on it. But mostly K-pop we're going to talk about because I think that's where the show has had the largest effect. Yeah, the largest change has happened with the produce, with the produce um, influence in K-pop. Oh, yeah. So... So essentially our conclusion, just, our yes. conclusion of the Produce thesis was Produce has ruined the K-pop industry forever. Yes. <laughs> That's so just what has happened. So if we really just want to quickly get rid of China and Japan really quickly, mm-hmm. just get that out of the way and then spend another half hour talking about how much we hate what this has done to the industry. Yes. I think China will continue to just pump out this show forever. Mm-hmm. We had mentioned about how we don't know necessarily if China is going to still be able to do the two simultaneous like shows that are exactly the same same. gender yeah just airing the same show like at the same time with the same gendered group so maybe one of those is gonna die eventually but i do think that it's popular it makes decent groups that can be used at least for marketing purposes yeah and it seems like they can have a steady supply of trainees forever so i and it seems genuinely still popular, and they've managed to perfect being able to change it every season. So I don't see why this show would end. At least yeah. one season will continue on. And, like, how, we've talked about how C-pop generally isn't, like, that popular. Like, idol C-pop isn't that, like, popular of a genre of music anyway. So, like, these, like, produce shows pumping out these groups aren't doing a lot to affect, like, the overall music industry there to begin with. So. No. So, I mean, I think a lot of them are used for marketing purposes anyway, because I see them do a lot more commercials yeah. than I do albums. Mm-hmm. They don't so release I, a lot of music. No, but I also think that's another C-pop issue, where yeah. it's like, you you don't, you release music much more like an American artist, where you take long stretches of time between projects. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think generally, like, we can't say what the world is post-produce in China, because it's- Because it's still I don't know if we'll ever have existing. a world post-produce. <laughs> It is, well, like, we, we, yeah, and we've talked before how produce is less so being used for the purposes of creating an idol group, but more so as, like, a showcase for, like, a lot of actors or, like, people who are already debuted in, like, C-pop groups and, like, stuff like that. Now it's getting, like, really international as well, so it's it's less about making the group to begin with, and it's just sort of this, like, I don't know, showcase of, like, fun performances and, like, watching these trainees, like, grow and have fun and go on adventures and field trips and whatever that they do on that show and now, do, too. And do, like, yeah, and do fun summer camp. Yeah, <laughs> essentially. Which is exciting. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's a more fun way to take the show. I think if both of those seasons were taking a competition angle to the show not they would not survive they would be the exact same show at that point yeah because it it is nice that you have one that is a little bit more focused on like the general competition aspect and one that is more so more about you know watching the trainees grow and and have fun yeah 
Which at that point, I don't know when they just transitioned to that show to not be a competition and just be, hey, here's some trainees, let's send them to summer camp. Which I again, I would watch. That sounds Honestly, fun. that sounds like a weirdly better show in a way to have the end product of the group or of the show not be necessarily them like debuting in a group, but it's like... If all of these, like, you know, actors or, like, people who are already in groups want to go to, like, fun music summer camp for a while, and they do, they still do all these fun performances, and they can be, like, a weird competition. But also, like, you combine it with, like, but, like, it's, like, it's, like, real summer camp where you combine, like, that with also just, like, make it also, like, the, what is it, uh, the, the idol, the idol sports competition. Oh, yeah, the idol. What's it called? ISAC, I don't know what yes, title school I, athletic championship that thing, they do. Where it's like yeah. they also somehow do archery and like yeah. races. That'd be and, really fun. Yeah, and I think like, there is a Chinese equivalent to that because I've seen some Chinese um, idols do it. Mm-hmm. There is an equivalent, but I also think it would be just really fun if you just made it for trainees and it's like, right. we're going to do a, you know, this week you're also going to do that, but also here's a fun mini like, challenge we're actually, of an obstacle like, course. Like, now it's just fun. actually summer camp. Like, yeah. and it's like, we can still have like, oh, we're going to do these fun like performances and like, oh, instead of the winner getting like bonus votes or something, you're going to go on like a fun field trip or something. It's like, exactly. just get rid of all of the stakes, have it be like a fun, like learning growing experience for everyone on it and then just like send everyone away at the end and we don't really win anything out of it like that's actually like a much better show mnet if you want to adapt this for korea mm-hmm. call us call we us made you, we every made you episode, this offer we've made so... shows for you call we've me. made you this offer multiple times hire us hire us we'll make you all of the money because that seems like so much fun that's a way better no one show. wants competition <laughs> they just want the idols to be happy yeah Damn it. So be happy and feed them. Mm-hmm. All I right. I like how the more we talk about this series, the more we just create different versions of this show that are better. Like, yes. we've created multiple versions of Produce that are just like, this is a better show than Produce ever This is was. a better show than they could ever do. So yeah. hire me and I will hire make us. a better Produce. Mm-hmm. Because I, I, had, I at one point had, an unrelated thing, thought of like when the unit was airing i was like i thought of a better way to run that show whereas like instead of them because like the whole point of the unit was them rebooting like like failed idols or yes quote unquote i was like what if instead of having them come on and compete as individuals you have them come on as groups compete as a group together and then the winning group gets like funding for a comeback or something oh that'd and, be fun yeah <laughs> and it wouldn't be and you don't need like 200 trainees you just need like five groups yeah and i was like that seems like i would watch that show like more than i had any desire to watch the unit so yeah yeah mm-hmm. um so that's that's c-pop technically sure. uh j-pop i don't i just think we're gonna get more boy groups i like that i do like that we're making more like k-pop style j-pop groups yes because i enjoy them a lot i like the the j-pop the groups that sound like k-pop because now I there are several of them that are like branch that are like branch groups of produce Japan, which I enjoy a lot. So I want mm-hmm. more of that. Yes, they're great. And I I don't know if we have a true understanding of how this will affect the J-pop industry, mainly because we've had I don't one know. season. I, yeah, and I also don't really know how no J-pop, J-pop works as a whole. No, well. I think I understand how C-pop more than I understand how J-pop works mm-hmm. in a weird way. I do, um, think, I think it depends a lot on how season two goes, if 
produce season two Japan or whatever produce Japan season two whatever the fuck it's gonna be called um if that's popular enough I think they maybe switch genders to girl groups the year after that yeah that'll be interesting but if if produce Japan season two is like a disaster it I think it dies then but yeah it, I think it really think depends on how this next group goes will continue to also be that you have um the COVID restrictions and like that season has its a lot of its own limitations. Yeah. So I think depending on how much of a headache it is to do that season depends on how long it will take us to get another season. Right. Because if it's like too difficult to do it with the restrictions and because it seems like China has almost no restrictions right now. Yeah. Because it seems like they still have the full hundred trainees. They seem to all be living together. Like it still seems like it's. Uh-huh. Obviously, probably with a bit more protections, a bit more masks, a bit more testing, but it still seems like they're... I mean, they did one last year in the middle of it, in 2020, so, like, it seemed fine. And they continue to do it. So, it seems like... I think it all depends with Japan of how much of a headache it is with their restrictions would seem a lot worse. Or stricter, sorry. Alright, so that's those two. Now we get to the big boy. The big boy. What is... We are in post-produce. We are living in that world. Eyes One is going to da- to disband in about a couple weeks in early April. Sometime in April. And then we're going to so, be post-produce, offic- Korean produce, like, officially. Like, fully. Yeah. So, what... Where are we? <sighs> it's like, I, I, don't, I don't even... It's so... It's so bad. It is. I... I... The one positive i have is that i think we're done with temporary groups i think that what we have learned is that a lot of companies don't want to deal with all of this intercompany drama i think companies are done dealing with temporary groups yes because what we have also learned is that um if you're dealing with a temporary group you're dealing with all the baggage that comes with that and that seems like a lot to deal with. Every single temporary group that has been formed has gone through quote unquote discussions about contract extension and it's it never, never happened. Never once has it worked out. Even JBJ. JBJ went that couldn't discussion. even get it together. <laughs> and it was like literally those members in JBJ had nothing to do until like um one disbanded anyway. So like yeah. there was like no like they could have extended it like another it was yg's fault a couple years or whatever yeah they had one their one kid who's a model and like for some reason for some reason they wanted him back yeah for some reason that kid was like truly the jewel in the yg crown and they really needed him back they really needed him back (laughs) but overall i think that temporary group the only positive i can say is i think we're done with temporary groups which I don't know how much of a positive it is in that it was produce that really popularized that concept. Yeah, they popularized so it, both... it and then also destroyed it at the same time. Good. It popularized it and then four years later, it, like, it's absolutely over. killed it, yeah. Good. I want it over. And so I think that that is a good thing. So now... Survival shows as a whole will definitely still continue because they existed before Beforehand, produce anyway. They... Yeah, I think that what... What really changed was how much a group will now have survival show contestants. I don't know how long it will take for that to stop. I don't think it will ever stop. To My be thing honest. with that is, I don't. I think in a couple years, because since we're not getting a lot of those inter, 
Because we used to get that all the time with, like, people that were on K-pop star or yeah. K-star maker or whatever. What was K-pop that K-pop star and also K- K-6 or whatever. There's another yeah, one. Yeah, there's another one. I forget yeah, what it is. Yeah, Superstar K. Superstar K, that's what yeah. it is. Yes. We get, but you'd get that for like one or two, and they would have been on that show before they were even trainees. That would have been like their yeah. intro to the industry, and that's how oh, they yeah. got into their company. And I think that that will continue on. But I think that I mean we're still getting kids from Produce season two debuting, so I think it's we just take had a, a kid who was in No Mercy debuting this year. True, like we, we are that getting was in, what that was in like twenty fifteen, like twenty fourteen. That was twenty fourteen because it made Monstax. and twenty yeah Monstax maybe twenty fifteen. So yeah, like twenty fourteen. So I think that we're still getting that, but I think that if we're truly done with these intercompany shows, I mm-hmm. think they might. Oh, oh, you know what? You know what? We we say that the temporary group is gonna die, um, and then we forget about Girls Planet Nine Nine Nine. Fuck, <laughs> that is happening. <laughs> I want to not, I want that not to happen, so I have now just, like, apparently my brain is refusing We've just wiped the to... fact that Produce on steroids is just going to happen. I don't want it to happen, thus I have decided that my brain is just going to refuse to, to acknowledge it. I don't want it. I don't think anyone saw the trailer for that show and was like, yes, this is the show I want right now, is Produce, but on steroids. True. No one wants it. My I think, thing with is, I don't know if how popular that will be. I'd be interested to see how it does. Because yeah. I do think a lot of people are over it. But it is also now, it's pulling from three, it's pulling from all three of the countries that have had produced. It's a Korea-China-Japan joint show. Yeah. So, in a weird way, I do think that these, like, um, cross-country, sh- like, collaboration shows in a weird way are becoming more popular because i just remembered that there was a joint japan korea one recently which was g egg which was mostly aired in japan so you didn't really hear about it because um in the korean sphere because it was a show that aired in japan but it was a joint korea japan show for like an idol boy group yeah i did yeah we we did watch some of those performances mm-hmm. and they were fine and so now I like just, just knowing that that happened and then knowing that girls planet 999 is going to happen i'm like is that gonna become more like popular now because produce still is thriving in china and japan true and the thing with that is also that um as k-pop has gone on like every it's very calm it's like almost more uncommon to have a group that does not have a foreign member at least yeah. one to at least to one. almost half the group there's a lot of K-pop groups where half of the group is foreign members. Oh, uh, what is it? The, what's our ratio for NCT 2020? Our ratio for, for NCT is that 43% Korean? is Korean. Yeah. If you count all of it, which means it is the same percentage of Korean that Orbit is. Yes, that Orbit so and J-pop group. So it's 43 point something percent Korean. <laughs> yep. If you take everybody into account. So, um, that's the math we got. And that's our 23-membered boy group that's only 43% percent Korean. Korean. <laughs> Which again, yeah, forty three percent like Korean raisin Korean Korean. Yeah, so like that doesn't count like Mark or Johnny. Yeah, Mark and Johnny count yeah. as foreign mm-hmm. for us. Yep. And in terms of that, I think that you know K-pop has become more international. I think it is it is sort of a inevitability. It, it is almost common. Like it's almost like you almost kind of need a member to speak English in your yes. K-pop group these yes. days. Because now, 
Because Woolham has been, because, like, obviously I know about Woolham because it's my favorite company. Woolham has had, like, almost 100% Korean trainees, like, their up entire until, existence of a company. Up until our favorite boy. Well, no, they have, they their first, their first ever foreign trainee was Jerry, yeah. who I they want, put in, who's Jerry from Rocket Punch. And I then, want our favorite boy. And then they but have Alex. can't speak English. And then they have Alex. Jerry can't speak English, but she can speak Japanese. Uh, yes. Um, but now or they have first, Alex, who is half Alex. German. And so the two of them. He's adorable and he's he's one of my favorite boys. And then they do have Jaehyun and Golden Child who could speak English, but he is like full Korean and just lived in Chicago for like a year. Yeah. Um, But Alex is like. Alex is their first ever foreign male trainee. trainee. Yeah. And also English. Basically, token English speaker. Oh yes, that's why he was thrown in that group. I he think. was also because thrown into that group with like I think very little training as well. I feel so bad for him in comparison to everyone else in he that group. He deserves yeah. better. Mm-hmm. He deserves so much better. I feel so bad. I for think him. they're they're getting better at like actually acknowledging that Alex is there are they? now. I think are they, they are because it looked so sad. Because I've watched some of their more recent like behind the scenes stuff, and he seems like more comfortable there now. It just took uh, them a he while. He does not seem like the yeah. red like this the is redheaded like, this is your new brother. He's your new redheaded stepbrother. Have fun with because him. all of those Don't other other everyone else in that group has known each other at least through Produce X, and they a lot of a lot fame. of them. Pre-produce sex. They made it a point, and this is the only thing I watched of Drippin' was the, the one of their first interviews. I, it was what I said. It was the one where they introduced Alex, and I'm like, this kid is Korean Yang Yang, essentially. He is Korean Yang Yang. I would love for them to meet. Yeah. Please meet. I would love I need it. them to the meet because they're gonna the world. they're gonna have overlapping promotions. I'm pretty sure. So I need them I'm to so meet. excited. Yeah, I would be so excited to be a fly on the wall for those. I two need them to meet. The, the <laughs> and I need them thing. to just have a conversation in German. It'd be the cutest thing. But also, back to the point. Back to that interview was that they they essentially make it a point to say that they have known each other for years and know each other. I barely know Alex. Is, we barely know him. <laughs> we barely I'm know like, him. He's right there. They just, like, throw that out, like, all the time. Like, in their early debut stuff. He's like, I don't know Alex that well. We don't really know Alex yeah. that well. Sorry. And I'm like, I get it, but also he's, like, right there. And I was like, I get that. I get it because you have you guys have known each other a long time, but also you don't need to remind me of this, like, every two seconds. Like, I get it. You're awkward enough around him that I understand it. Yeah. But also, he's, like, right there. Mm-hmm. Just, like, kind of sitting there quiet. Mm-hmm. He's a sweet boy, and I love him. Yeah. He's a very sweet boy. He's very he's very sweet. But, again, him and Yang Yang need to meet. Need to but meet. back to produce. Back to produce. Drippin' is a produce branch group, though, so, yes, like, it's still kind of in track there. Exactly. It's always Rocket Punch, so, like, it works. It, it's, it's fine. Yeah. But I think that, generally, K-pop needs foreign members now, especially with, like, you want them to be successful. I think you can kind of get away with it in Japan without having a foreign member that speaks Japanese specifically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think for the U.S., you want at least somebody. Because, again, I will it's say that rare I'd, that I'd... you find... I definitely think that international fans, like, latch on to the trainees who can speak English for sure. Oh, they like, do. Yeah. Vehemently. Because you look at some of the most popular trainees and it's either that they have, that they are basically the face of their group. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I consider something like, um, like, there are groups that, like, they, um, for example, Giddle. Yeah. Uh, G-Idle, sorry. 
G Idol, there are English speakers. I think, oh god, Minnie speaks English and a bunch of the other ones speak English. They speak like decent enough English, yeah. They speak decent enough English, mm-hmm. but the one people latch onto is Soyeon, even though right. Soyeon does not speak English. Right. So, like, it's either that you are the face of your group and the main. Yes, that they're the main member. I'm going to say it because that's the truth. Because some companies will just make one member the main member of a K-pop group. Yeah, well, this like that's also similar to SF9 because in SF9, Insong can speak English because he's but, studied abroad. But also, they have like Rowoon. They have just Rowan. there. Yeah, yeah, they have Rowoon. Yeah, and I think that who in Astro can? I think one of the members of Astro can speak English. My brain is blanking on which one, but they never would. But Astro would not work internationally in terms of as a group. Yeah concept wise and also they have unwu unwu mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah jinjin speaks did jinjin speaks the best english in astro and yeah. i but i genuinely yeah and then mm-hmm. bts itself is lucky to have rm who speaks perfect yes. english yep but again bts you almost can't compare because it's a weird situation where all of them the least popular member of BTS has more fans than most K-pop groups yeah. combined. Yeah. So, oh, like, yeah. I don't know if we can really and say. That's, yeah, that's just a... What can we say? What can we say there? What can I add to that? But, yeah, generally, most K-pop groups, their English speaker will be one of the most popular members. Mm-hmm. Mainly because they are able to interact with the foreign fans. Because, like, Johnny. Like, people love Johnny. <laughs> people love Johnny. People yeah. love... I mean, Mark, Mark Johnny is Johnny and own, Mark. And, Mark, like, Johnny 10... Johnny and Mark. 10. Yeah. Yang Yang. Mm-hmm. Bring him back. Lucas. So people love Lucas, oh, too. Luke, Lucas can speak I mean, decent he's English. Sweet, he's yeah. a very sweet boy. Mm-hmm. And the other thing with a bunch of the ones we just mentioned are also, they are also in Wavy, which is a Chinese group, which is also that they are yeah. being pushed in the completely different market as well. Mm-hmm. I just think that K-pop wants that international success because they've gotten a taste of it yeah. and we're just going to continue to see that up mm-hmm. until like the bubble pops because but, i don't think that has popped yet right i think once once a group like bts starts to sell less or goes to the military maybe oh yeah well the thing with bts going to the military is it's either going to create a void where it's like a power vacuum where like someone is gonna want to be <laughs> there or it's just gonna pop the bubble yeah and the f- it's one or the other mm-hmm. and i'm hoping it is a power vacuum because that'll be hilarious <laughs> just who will it, be it, the- it is very interesting because i do think there are a lot of people who like only bts and have yes. no desire to even look into anyone else in k-pop well the thing with bts is that it's very easy because BTS gets played on American radio. BTS yeah. is just, like, you can casually listen to BTS very easily. The same way, like, you could casually listen to certain, like, um, the thing I can compare in, like, the early 2000s is, like, it was really easy just to listen to, like, casually listen to, like, some emo punk. Yeah. Like, Avril Lavigne and very mainstream stuff, and you did not have to look any deeper into it. Right. And it's very easy to be a very casual BTS fan. Because now and BTS that still is gives just them money. Because BTS is now just kind of integrated into like the top forty American pop exactly. music scene. So BTS has multiple billboard number one hits. hmm When in the world, when we started listening to K pop, did we think that we could say that a K pop artist is just casually a member casually. of like the 
there. Of just, like, the top 40. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it's not weird to see them and, like, you know, them and Drake. I guess we did 10. have, like, like what are we, si- doing? we did have, like, Psy, but Psy is, but like, Psy just is was joke. a weird, like, one-off, like, phenomenon yeah, that happened. that was a joke. Yeah. People thought of it as a joke, and mm-hmm. it's sad because Sai is actually a decent, like, He is, like, a, such a well-known, like, well-respected, Respected like, artist. artist in Korea, he yeah. Was treated as a joke. Mm-hmm. BTS, in a way, is where you don't get treated like a joke, and I think everybody wants that kind of recognition, which is, I also think, why K-pop has gotten far less silly. Yes. Like, we don't get the weird, silly K-pop that we did in, like, the early 2010s. Oh, like, yeah. You don't was, get, like... You don't get, like, the Big Bang, like, you don't get Fantastic big, Baby anymore. True. I mean, you can even just compare Fantastic Baby and Bang Bang Bang. Yeah. Both of, Which I guess is different, because Big Bang did grow up a lot, and they are a completely different kind of person. They're not, like, weird teenagers doing this. Yeah. They were, like, grown-ass adults about to go into the military. Right. <laughs> different kind of people. But, like, you compare those two songs, which are essentially the same song, they just are. done differently. They're very different, yeah. The vibe is, like, just looking at the music video. It's like, the songs are the same, but the music videos are very different. Yeah. And I think that K-pop wants... It's very, it's a serious genre now, even though it still has, luckily it still has its fun. Like, it's still loud and colorful and, like, puts a lot of effort into everything, obviously. Yeah. But it is at a very different place than it was in the early 2010s. I'm trying to see, like, there's, like, if, trying to think of a song that's a good comparison of, like, just something that was, like, real wacky in, like, the early 2010s that, like, you wouldn't see these days. I think you could almost compare, and this is sort of a weird comparison, like, take The Boys and, like, Black Mamba or something like that. Yeah. Like, take early SNSD and, like, what current girl groups are doing. Twice and SNSD. Similar, but, like, Twice had these weird wacky con- not Twice. SNSD. My brain cannot- apparently is now confusing them. <laughs> Never thought that would happen. <laughs> they very are, different. they did have, they do, the two of them do have, like, I think very similar careers, though. They have um, very similar career arcs. Yeah. But I think that you look at a lot of early SNSC, like, you look at, like, Oh, which is a cheerleading concept, and how mm-hmm. that's treated, and you look at Cheer Up, which yeah. is also a cheerleading concept. Very mm-hmm. different, very weird, like, the styling is also extremely wacky in that sometimes. Yeah. And then you look at Cheer Up, which is just very cute styling. I was just reminded of, like, Shiny's, like, Ring Ding Dong as, like, oh, just, God. like, a real wacky thing that happened in, like, the early 2010s. I love it, K-pop. though. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, and you even have Lucifer, which I think is even wet. All of oh, the, Lucifer. like, shiny. <laughs> all of the shiny clothing that they have yeah. on. The oh, cars, boy. it's great. But then just look, take that and compare it to, like, I don't know, like, Good Evening or something. A song that Shiny was doing, like, the yeah. same group, but just, like, much later in their career. Yeah, I almost, like, yeah, obviously it's, like, they've grown up as people and, like, mm-hmm. Good Evening was, like, them coming back after mm-hmm. some things went down. But the, I think K-pop is just at a very different place, and I think Produce almost ushered that in. In that, Produce took everything very seriously. Yes. Almost too seriously. Almost too seriously. And, like, Mm -hmm. all the groups were very serious. We are making K-pop music. 
nothing wacky going on because here. like i mean just look at what ioi's debut song with dream girls was and how much of just like a revamped version of like into the new world that was that is just in that is just trying it's to just be. like the and new it's i'm the sorry new into, it is in, no into, into the, new, the world. new world it's not how, it's it is not, not even com- at a comparable song to Into the New World, but that was what it was trying so it hard to so be. so try- Yes, you can even tell from, like, some of the shots in that video that they are trying to be, to do an Into I, the New World That was what I think thing. really sold it. I was like, you just, there's, like, one-to-one comparisons you can make from that and Into the New World. And, like, people were, like, accusing it of plagiarism when that song first came out because of that, too. Yeah. So. I mean, it's not plagiarism, but it is just... It was just, heavily inspired by Into the New World, for sure. It's heavily inspired, and it is exactly... It knows what it's trying to do. Mm-hmm. And it's just not really as successful, because, you know, it is what it, it is. It was a worse song, for sure. It was a worse song. It's also, I think, the worst IOI song. Yeah, probably. Because, well, yes. then we have three, so... Well, yes, so it's third. It's still bronze medal, yeah. but, it's, you know, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you have... But I'm even just, if you compare... I think they even got of all more. of what Wanna One did, it's just, like, that's just real generic K-pop, everything that Wanna One did. And then you have Eyes One, which is not as generic. I think they still try to do that elegant concept. Gen- Eyes One definitely has, like, a very specific style, but it is still very K-pop. It is very K- Again, I'm not- K-pop itself- it, But none of this has been wacky fun. No. No one has gone weird. None of the styling is weird. No one is in weird bad outfits. Yeah. No one is off doing, like- Like, no one's making I Got a Boy. Yeah. Anymore. And I just I think is probably, like, one of the, the best, like, styled girl groups in, like, recent they days, too. They look gorgeous yeah. every time. Mm-hmm. Gorge, and I'm not saying I want bad stage outfits back. No, no, we can't. I but like there no. are still, yeah, we don't need the bad stage outfits. Like yes, no bad stage outfits. No, I would rather all of them look good. Yeah, NCT hire a new stylist. Oh my god, NCT <laughs> hire a new stylist. Please. I just, I was like, it's just like I just, I just had a flashback to their like trash bag outfits and kick it, and I was like, can we not do this to them? I just had a, yeah, you remember all the regular outfits? Oh my god, and like, I just also, like, the Limitless outfits, I'm just like, they're, they went through a bad time. <laughs> yeah, moving, yeah, so I think that, you know, Produce did that, Produce made the temporary groups. What else did Produce do in Korea? What else did they do in Korea? I don't know, we're just gonna have, like, trainees who have either, are in, ex- uh, like, in the, like, uh, actually in a, like, the actual, um, when, I don't know, they won, so they were in the groups. We're gonna have those people who are just in the groups or just on the show debuting. I think For at a least while. three, at least three years from now, if not more. I would say three, because I do think that those Eyes One girls are gonna be out as soon as possible, and I think most of the X One people have sort of set. All of X One, I think, we're close to all of the X One members either being a soloist back in their original group or in a new group. Yes. But there are going to be, you're going to get random, like, I don't know, 70th place Produce X trainee, like, Well, that's different. I, I, that, that will be forever, but I do think that we are going to be done with the members of Produce groups, like, Eyes 1, Wanna 1, Iowa's already done, but, um, and X1, I think we're going to be done with that. I'll give it two years. Because yeah, we got, we got, I, I think, think we got two years for that. I think we got Eyes One. I'm going to give Eyes One a little bit of leeway in that it's I April. Think, 
a lot of them debuted this year to be honest i think a bunch of them do debut this year i think that everyone that's gonna be put into a group Mm -hmm. an already existing group is gonna be done this year and i think they might hold off on like a couple of them till next year yeah just to not oversaturate it with everybody depending on what they do with them too because it's like if unvi and shaylon go to rocket punch that happens this year if they debut them solo or it is a duo or something else it'll take as another group and i I don't think they can do that but (laughs) will woolam have five groups at the same time oh god do they know how to do that oh god i don't think they can because they have four right now and they already don't know what they're doing with both Golden Child, and luckily Infinite is basically dead. They are. Could you imagine all of they that are happening? Gone. Because Lovelies and Rocket Punch have enough of a completely different concept from each other that they will never have the same. Oh, yeah. They're very different. Mm-hmm. Golden Child and Drippin, I don't know what we're doing. And then so, to add another group to that, that, I don't know. I don't think Willem can debut three groups in three consecutive years. Like, that's just not a thing they can do. Like, Maybe? they can't. You don't know. K-pop has gone wild. <laughs> that's so ma- That's, like, too many. <laughs> but I was- So I'm just looking at members of X1. And where, like, 10 out of 11 of them have re-debuted in a group, went back to their original group, or are a solo list right now. And I actually Good. think- a, I think, actually, it's 11 out of 11. Unsang's the only one who's in, like, limbo. like a weird limbo because he is a soloist, but I do think they're going to put him in a group eventually. So he's in a he's a soloist, but he's doing something right now in the meantime. But I do think so, like, they're he's doing either, shit. But I do think they're probably just going to put him in BDC, which is that other brand new music group. I do think he's just going to go there eventually. I have no idea why brand new music did not just combine BDC and... And with AB6. AB6. And, and then Unsang, like, they might as well just be one group now. But, might as well you know. just, like, combine all of them, because that wouldn't even be a that big of a group. Mm-hmm. That would be a, just a reasonably sized that's like a, group. That's, like, that's like an eight or nine, people. that's like an eight or nine member group, yeah. I think it's max ten people. I don't think, because what is it, AB6 has four, five? Four right now. Four. I think BDC's only three, so that's eight is people. This, are they only three? I thought I they were five. I think they're only three. Let me... Yeah, they're... Th- Three. There's three of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it would be... That's an eight-membered group. There would be nine if we add... What's his name? Wait, no, it would be eight if we it's add what's eight, his name. Yeah. Never mind. Unsang just goes there. That's an eight-member yeah. group. That's an eight-member group. That's reasonable. Yeah. Because in X1, you have Johans and Wei. Lusuk is a soloist. May or may not ever go back to Uptension. Um, Sengu's back in Victon. Hyungjin and Minhee are both in Gravity. Woods is a soloist. Dongpyo's debuting in Mirei, like, in a couple weeks. Maybe this week, I don't remember their debut date. Mirei, I think, is in, like, a couple days. Yeah, Hangil and Dohyun are both in Bay 173. Junho's in Drippin. And then Unsang is in, like, the Weird Ether. So, like, almost all of them are already accounted for. It's been less than, like, I don't know, like, a year... How long has mm-hmm. it been since X1 officially disbanded? Like, about a, oh. like, maybe at max a year and a, a half. A little, yeah. Max Isn't like it they officially disbanded in, like, January 2020? Yeah, it was, like, officially January 2020. If you yeah. want to count since the last comeback, mm-hmm. maybe a year and a half. Yeah. So I think generally, 
it's been i give it a year maybe to two years for eyes one because i don't know the thing x one they just wanted all of them out as soon as possible just yeah. to have them do something i think with right. Eyes one i don't know if they want to oversaturate the market this mm-hmm. year and have them just like trip over each other trying to debut mm-hmm. and like one of them is just going to get left in the dust somehow and it's like eyes one is it's, it's weird because you do have the three of them who may or may not go back to akp 48 like they're the respective branch akb48 groups like sakura may be assigning with big hit now so like who knows what's happening with those three as the resident big hit expert i do not know how i feel about this it's weird yeah because then it's weird because her and nako both come from hkt48 and apparently um they almost completely like isolate themselves from a japanese fan base if they leave that subunit for Big Hit. So that, I think, is a bad move I mean, in a weird is, way. How old is Sakura? Sakura's, I think, 23. Because so I think she's 97. She ha- don't you have to leave an AKB group by, like, 24? I don't think you if- have to leave at any at a certain age, but I think a lot of them I do I thought they leave. had a graduation system. They do, but it's you kind of choose when you want to graduate. Like... I think a and lot she- of them are out by 25, but I don't think they're, like, you turn this age oh, and Oh, I leave. thought that it was, like, a legit graduation system, no. like, similar to what, um, after school had at one no, point. No, I think it's, like, I think it's, like, you can choose when you want to graduate. Ah, okay. Because I thought that, like, she's close to being kicked out anyway. She so is, I, she is close, like, she is on the older side for, like, um, the AKB those, groups, but yeah. yeah. I think generally, I don't know, because I feel like... Even then, it's a big hit group, and I don't know how that was, because... Like, yeah. Because it's a big hit group, though. Those but are... I, it does, it does, like, very much her. upset a lot of the fans of the that fa- group. The AKB fans, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think that generally, I think the girls of Eyes 1 are gonna have a lot to... Because, again, I think that you most of them are going to end up going to their respective groups. The three Japanese members are obviously going to have a decision to make mm-hmm. what they want to do. Right. The decision's probably already been made because we're about, like, three weeks out from them actually disbanding and them having to make mm-hmm. that decision. And one is, um, and I think it's in a, they're in a weirder position than I think IOI was when IOI disbanded because with IOI... It was just they were either going to debut solo or their company is going to debut a new girl group, and that's what's mm-hmm. happening. But with Eyes One, it's in a weird spot where, like, some of their companies have just debuted another group. I mean, so yeah. So it's because... like, do they get added to that group, or, like, do they just push out another group? Like, it's yeah, weird. Yeah, because Eyes One had that issue, but most of them ended up debuting in that, being added in, in the middle of IOI. Well, that's why half well, of them were so, not in Goo Goo Dog debuted in the middle of IOI. That too. Yeah. And but then like, they put um Yan Jung into WJSN. And then the and one girl from Daya was already in Daya. She was already in Daya? Yeah. Oh, I thought they added her. No, the she one was that already got added there. was was already there. And like yeah. most of them that were gonna do all that were already doing that while IOI was happening. Mm-hmm. This obviously now they've decided to make the contracts exclusive, which is probably for the best. Yeah, I don't know if a group that only lasts like three years should also have subunits because no, right? You don't have time to make your group music, much less subunit music. Oh yeah, I do think that um, Starship definitely just debuts a new girl group with I, the Eyes One members. 
do they have another girl group to add them to? WJSN is too they old. They can't. For yeah, they can't put them in WJSN. They can't put the fifteen-year-old in WJSN. So they I have. Think and also, they, WJSN has been like five years. At they this definitely point. just time. debut a new you just girl do group. It. You just debut a new girl group with that. I don't know what Cheyon does because I think she has potential to go solo, but I. Also think WM could also just put out just another girl new group. group. I mean, again, this is the sixth anniversary of All My Girl. They could. So just the, do I think girl. they're in. A, they're like we're in like the right time. And we're like three out, three years out from ONF, so they could. Mm -hmm. I think that there's a lot of possibilities with the future of Eyes One. Yeah. I also don't know how because there's always somebody that ends up leaving their company. Yeah, I'm. So I wonder who's that gonna be. Because who else do we have? We have Unvi and Chaewon, and I think there's actually high chance one of them leaves Woolum. Or both of them. One or because both. Because if they have to wait for... Okay, picture this. That's the this. thing with them. If they, if they the don't... The Mini Eyes 1 reunion punch. is Big Hit. The Mini Eyes 1 reunion is just all of them leave just and go big to Big hit. hit. And that's how we make the Big Hit girl And that's group. how you get, like, Eyes 1 subunit just as a new Big Hit group. <laughs> Look, Big Kid is like, we don't trust female trainees. We've been burned. Now mm -hmm. let's make our first group by already established female trainees. Yes, yes. The background check has already been done by others. Because <laughs> apparently they... If There's you a... don't know what that's a reference to, look it up. It's hilarious. The bad. Look I... up a little group oh, called... Oh boy, that look, was horrible. Look up a little group called Glam. Oh, that was Have so fun. bad. That's horrible. Uh, yeah, I, I do think I do think K one becomes like Sohi of IOI just disappears into the ether because <laughs> it's like what are they doing with that? True, um, Minju I think also has potential to disappear into the ether. Like I don't really know what the two of them are doing. I don't know if they could just put some, make someone disappear into the ether post Eyes One because they've had enough time to prepare. They have in a way. They know that this group was going to be popular, and they've had three years to just basically to be like, what are we going to do post this? If they did not prepare, that's on them. That's their fault now. That's their fault. Mm -hmm. I want to know what do we think they're going to do with Wan Young, who's still a child. Well, her and- no, she's in- she's one of the Starship ones, so I think her and Yujin are just going to be in the Starship just, group. Yeah, but my thing with that is that do, do they pull a Somi and make her age a little bit and wait? I don't know. Because she's still a child. She is still a child. Because that's the one thing that made me think is that, like, Somi had to wait, but that's also because JYP was not about to debut another girl group so soon after twice. They, I also, I'm now, um, I just want to look, because they did just push out Gravity real fast, like, after, um, True. the X1 thing. The thing with that is that the X1 thing just ruined all the plans so much that they're like, just do it. Just be done. They're just like, figure it out. Be out. Mm -hmm. Be into the world. We don't care. So like, I do think that like, I feel like they're not a, like, I don't know, that opposed to pushing out like, a girl group that like, soon. That young? Yeah. Because one of yeah. the Gravity members is like a 2003... So, like, Wan Young's not that much younger than that. So, like, I don't think they wait. I think maybe they wait, like, a year. But, like, I don't think they're gonna, like, like, Somi waits, like, 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 so, like, JOP did with Somi. And make her or, wait so long that she got fed up and went to YG. At the last minute, too, because they were I about know. to debut another group. <laughs> All right. 
So we now just have a list of, I don't know what else to say about the Eyes 1 futures. Yeah. I think we literally went through everyone. We did go through everyone, essentially. We said, we've mentioned in the past episode that Yena, I think, goes to Everglow. I think, like, yes. she's, like, confirmed almost she's Everglow just going to be in Everglow, yeah. She fits into Everglow so well, concept-wise, too, that I, that just seems right, that she goes to Everglow. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I don't, you, oh, Yuri, I don't know what Yuri does, she's in Stone Music Entertainment, um, I don't understand, I, they might just push out a girl group, but I don't really know what she does, um, after Eyes 1. She's another one I'm not entirely sure what they're gonna do with, because she is their, uh, main vocal, but I don't necessarily think she can hold her own as a soloist as much, because I don't think stage presence and dancing why she's as, like, polished as like you know Cheyenne or like Umbi could but so I don't really know what they do with her I think she thrives if they debut her in another girl group but I don't know how long that'll take yeah she might leave her company go to another company and be in another girl group I can see that that's what I'm saying I'm I just there's always gonna be people that will end up leaving the company and going to somebody else so Mm -hmm. I think all of them are gonna debut relatively quickly yeah. If not this year, then next year. I see a, I, I see a decent amount of them figuring something out this year, yeah. It's like we're like not even a year and a half past X1 or at and least, all of them have figured it out. Yeah. So or I at feel least like... doing some pre-debut stuff this year. Yeah, doing because some type I... of solo or acting or they're doing something this year. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, I don't, again, I don't see them all debuting this year because I think that companies are too smart to just oversaturate that market. Oh, yeah. like 10 girl group debuts post eyes one plus everyone else is already planning to debut right but at least all the pre-debut stuff is someone's they're gonna start the reality shows they're gonna start the pre-debut singles and then officially debut next year Mm -hmm. so that's that and then do we want to talk about all of the other (laughs) so as a fun exercise we took our 15 um boy groups that we talked about last year plus a couple ones who have debuted or are set to debut this year And we have put them into categories of how many of them have a member who has been on a produce um, season. Not necessarily in the, not necessarily one. A lot of them have one, but at least one. A lot of them have one, but a lot of them just, you just have to have been on a season. And then we have a a contingent who were formed on a non-produce survival show. Then we have have a member from a non-produced survival show. So not the entire group was formed, but someone was on a producer survival show. And then we have nothing. Just the groups that are We'll get to the two two groups that are nothing. We'll get um, there. We'll get there. We'll end end on that. How about we end on the groups, the only groups left that have nothing. So we have eight groups who have a member from produce. And those groups are... Do you want to talk about each one of them, or do you want to talk about Yeah, them we can whole? just kind of go. Um, All right. On. So we have Drippin'. We have Drippin'. Drippin'. Yep. Our, our boys. Our boys Drippin'. Bay173, Cravity, Ghost9, Wii, Elas, and the two that are going to debut but haven't debuted yet. In like or a couple of weeks. Maybe will are, be debuted by the time this episode this is, is out. out. I yeah. don't know exactly what date I don't remember their is, debut dates, yeah. yeah. But it's in Mure March. Mirai and Cypher. Mm-hmm. I looked at Cypher before we started this episode, and yes. it was just like, oh, so they were on 
One kid was on from the nine. One kid is from Produce X. One, one was on No Mercy. <laughs> one was on No Mercy, which is the group, which is the show that made Monster X. Yep. And then two of them were on Mix Nine. Yeah, and it's like cool. What? <laughs> Great. <laughs> what are we doing? This is also a group that is like a hundred percent being produced, produced by, by Rain. Rain. <laughs> yeah. Cape Up Idol Rain. Great. Mm -hmm. And it's because I know like, I'm such a big fan of what Rain is doing with his music these days. Look, maybe he'll make good music for other people. Rain is so okay. So I listened to Cypher's album track preview for a group that's named Cypher and being produced by Rain. Their music is a lot chiller than what I was expecting. Ooh, it actually I like is chill. So it's very much in the realm of music I like. It's very like fun, chill music. My big problem with it is I find their vocals incredibly annoying. And I don't Ooh. think I can actually listen to them because a lot of their vocalists are very nasally, and I'm like, oh, I, I really like this music, but I like can't listen to the vocals. And yeah, so I think that's I, gonna I be a problem. I haven't listened to it, so I'm excited now. Yeah. So but... Mirai, so Mirai's the group that's gonna have Dong Pyo from, um, produce X One. He's uh in DSP. And then. Elast has just for... a random Elast and Ghost Nine both have just members who are on Produce X. Wei has a little bit of Wei is a disaster of like a survival. <laughs> There's just like a like a weird amalgamation of survival Wei show is... people. Wei has everybody. Yeah, and then we have Gravity, which has it two? has two X One. Bay One Seven Three has two X One, and Drippin has an X One. So, so a bunch of people that were on, and then a bunch of people are in those groups that were also just on the show. Every member except generally. for Alex and Drippin was on <laughs> and produce X. So, yeah, I think Mirai I'm interested in because it's DSP. DSP has has not like made a successful boy group since SS Five Hundred One. Since SS Five Hundred One. SS5, so, and I'm so, I bet you there's people, the three people listening to this by this point, who don't know what SS501 is. No. I like a, one SS501 song I like a lot. two SS501 <laughs> songs. that's about it. And, but they don't have that many other ones. No. But, uh, yeah, no. I'm, I'm interested to PS. see what Mirai is like. Yeah, I'm excited for Mirai. I think that uh, we've talked about our opinions on all these groups when we talked about them. And I like a, a good majority of them, too. So. I think all of them are good. None of these are. Well, Cra like, Cravity is not my Cravity favorite. Is neither not, neither no, is Ghost but, Nine. <laughs> no, but I wouldn't say they're like the worst. Like, I think it's mostly because of what they're given to do. I don't think. Gravity currently has a song on, like, in contention for on the worst songs of the oh, year yes. list, though. So. Look, it's very bad, but I don't know if it's necessarily the fault of the members it's of Gravity. It's not their fault. They were fault given of... a very bad song, is what Like, they I'm were, saying that, that generally is. the members aren't terrible. I'm no, saying the members the, are not terrible. The group's given bad music. They're doing, they're doing the best with what they're being given. It's unfortunate, but they're yeah. And I think it's a similar thing with T one four one nine, which we'll get to. Mm hmm. Who's not on this list? Uh, because I don't think they have anyone. Um, Are they? On, oh, should we put them then here? Uh, and then uh, and then no, and then and nothing. Then, I think so, unless I just forgot to put them somewhere else. But I don't think they have anyone. Eh. Well, and I feel and like I think I feel like that's correct because you know how they did the stupid thing of not revealing faces or yeah. I names. feel like we would. Not. I feel like if there was someone from a show, like people would have recognized them. So, um, to move on to the next category is groups that were just formed on a survival show. 
um, or something similar. We have Lucy and hyphen two and treasure. A lot of these were formed on Mnet survival shows. Yep, yep, yep. Two was two was called two was two? to be world class. That to was be world class, and that was the survival show that Mnet decided they were going to air right after Produce X voting scandal came out. And I'm like, that's a which bold is, move. Yeah, which is what buried that show because yeah. I forgot that that show happened until two was debuting. Yeah, and then we have an entire coverage of Enhypen's Island performance. Mm-hmm. Lucy have- was from Super Band. Yes. And, and then, then Treasure was from YG, YG Treasure, Treasure Box. Box, yeah. Which, again, these shows will continue to happen. Just these shows always. I prefer these shows. I do Genuinely. too. I do too. If like, like we have to have K-pop survival shows, like I like very much prefer they be from a company debuting a permanent group. Like because no offense, but me having watched the entirety of Island, I feel a connection with these boys. I have also watched the entirety of various seasons of Produce. Yeah. And I feel not and as I got much of a not connection, no connection. As the rest of these. I have a great connection. I have a great connection. I don't care. I have a great connection to J01, but they're a permanent group. So, like. Exactly. Yeah. I think that you you almost have this, like, um, like wall with these temporary groups where I know that at some point I am not, like, it's. Like, they're gonna disband. This is, like, exactly Relatively how I have quickly. such a weird, complicated relationship with Eyes One because I love them. They're, like, top, my, probably my top favorite girl group as of right now. And I, like, was actively wanting them to disband because I'm, like, I just kind of want them over. <laughs> like, at the same time. And it's, like, weird because it's, like, you almost, in a way, it's better to, like, expect their disbandment and, like, kind of actively want it to happen because then your heart breaks less when they actually disband and you get yourself too invested into it. So, in a way, it's almost better, but it's, like, weird because I do love Eyes One because they are, like, a top three girl group for me. But also, I was, like, I also am kind of over it. Like, I just kind of want them gone and disbanded at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I... It's almost better to want that yeah. because then because you're now be I'm like not the people sad. that like actively de- call for yeah. and get disappointed when the group has those contract negotiations mm-hmm. and they fall through every single time. You have to always having gone through multiple seasons of produce now, it's like you have to actively have in your mind that they're disbanding at this point in time and that's when they're done. Like you can't get yourself wrapped up into like the possibilities and the rumors that they're going to be permanent because like chance like 99% of the time, like, it's not gonna happen. No, because so no you company can't. is going to just let go of their training. So, like, like you really can't get yourself invested into that because then you're just gonna make yourself even more disappointed about it when it doesn't happen, when the chances are it wasn't gonna happen anyway. So. Yes. Um, so then we have, like... The, the groups that have, have a member, member from a non-produce survival show. So, yeah, so this is what has been happening for years. Mm-hmm. So we have DKB has a member that was on Boys 24. Yeah. A couple mem- people that were on Boys 24. P1 Harmony has a person that was on K-pop star. I would also like to point out they have a kid who won K-pop star in they P1 do. Harmony. But the thing with P1 Harmony is that he won K-pop star years At ago. At like 12 years old. At 12 years old and he's now much older. Yeah. And then Win from MCND participated on Under 19, but left pretty early on in that show because of a, like, I think it was health reasons. injury or health reasons. Yeah. yeah. So he didn't really 
participate that much on that show. Mm-hmm. And he also didn't technically lose that show. Yeah. So who knows? Maybe he could have been in, uh, and and won into the nine? it. No, one the nine. That's what it is. Yeah. Boys 24 is into it. Yes. But, um, yeah. So that is... That is something I think will continue to happen. That because will, yeah, we're just gonna especially keep stuff that. like K-pop star. That used to be mostly how this worked. I actually think both K-pop star and superstar K are done airing. Yes. I think both of them are just gone. <laughs> yes, good because twelve-year-olds yeah. would win that show, and I'm like, what's happening? K-pop star is a weird show. Years later, just debut in random. K-pop groups. star was such a weird show. It was. That would, have, I, that would be how people got into company. Jay was on. That's how Jay got into JYP. Yeah, it the is. K-pop star. It is. And that's how Baggy Dam got into YG was through K-pop star. Oh, God. Because he was on the same season as Akmu. Oh, God. He was runner-up yeah. to, he was runner up to runner Akmu up to when Akmu he was, like, a 10-year-old. As, like, a 10-year-old. Yeah, and all of them ended up in YG. Yeah. For better or for worse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think generally... Uh, like I think that that will continue to happen. That people will be on random shows and just because the, certain, the show non the, these like groups getting formed through survival show shows will just continue to happen, and you're inevitably going to have these there people will be who losers. don't. To, there yeah, will the be losers. losers of those seasons who are then going to go into go into different groups. So that'll just keep happening. Uh, there's so there's another thing where there's only one group I in this category that we have where. I think this is a thing that's becoming more popular, where you have people who were previously in, like, not successful K-pop groups that had, like, short lifespans and then disbanded and then are re-debuting into another group. And that's a thing that's becoming very common. Um, so the group here is Kingdom, because they have two members of Varsity. Yep. And then you have, like, for example, and this is, will be, this is, I think, there we want to talk about Omega. Oh, Omega X. I think this is also where we get to talk about Omega X, because Omega X is a new boy group that is debuting, which essentially says, and I'm just going to read the quote. I think you just have to read the quote of what what they're going to be. So Omega X will be comprised of 11 members, and all 11 members will have experience in survival shows or are key members of their current boy groups. Due to this experience, the group is expected to show amazing performances and visuals that cannot be rivaled by current rookies. Yep. So, this Omega X is just the ultimate culmination of all these other groups that we've talked about. I'm also very confused by them if they're saying that current, like, current boy group members are gonna be in it, so are, is this, like, a weird project group, or, like, what, like, what is this? Or is this, like, a permanent group of, like, if it's like Groups a super that are M dead? Sti- is it like a weird super M style? Like the people are gonna come do or an is, Omega X song and then go back. Or is and this like a shit? weird translation issue where it's yeah. like when they say current boy groups, they mean like relevant disbanded like, current boy and, groups. Like <laughs> yeah, like I don't know what that means. No, but, but so by also, the time this episode comes out, we'll know some of the members. As yes. of right now, I think we're two days away from them starting to reveal members. Mm-hmm. They're supposed so, to reveal them on the the fifth. They're gonna start the fifteenth. So like we recorded this beforehand. We don't know. Yeah. But I, I am genuinely the fact that this is the selling point of this group. They're calling themselves like Avenger style K-pop group with, and then it's like funny that they're saying that because these are essentially like failed survival show 
trainees as well. Yeah. It's yeah. And I just saw like this like the description of this group and I'm like, yes, this is what survival shows are doing to the K pop industry. Making this group just the just the pinnacle of what 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 is happening. Yeah. This is just what we're gonna get more of. This is what we have now. But the thing is, I feel like post produce and post everything else, I think we're just gonna get luckily less shows. I think Mnet will continue to have one show and mostly you can ignore it. Yeah. Because they've had multiple shows already and mostly you can ignore it. Mm -hmm. Mnet has to have like one K-pop-esque like survival show airing at any given time. I think they just have one time slot. Yeah, that they have to fill with like a K-pop show. Exactly, they have to fill it with something. And it's like, I would rather we get more like, you know, Kingdom, Queendom, Road Hit hit the the Stage-esque shows in that time slot rather than we're getting like Girls Planet 999. True. I'd much prefer that. Or if like, even like... Island 2. Like, put Island 2 don't in there put I, Don't make Island 2. I don't want Island 2. Ignore what she well, said. Well, Island 2 no is a girl two. group, so. I don't want an Island 2. They are, I don't know. Well, they are making Island 2. <laughs> they are, but I don't want it yet. I think it's I, gonna happen, like, this I year. I can't plug it. <coughs> I don't think it's this year. I think they're still doing the auditions for it. Uh-huh. I don't know if it's gonna be this year. But, I will say, I think, I'm hoping... That with the success of Queendom, with the middling success of Road to Kingdom, and with the success of... And with the probable success, because everybody's so excited for it, of Kingdom. Kingdom, Can tell by just, like, our podcast statistics on the Kingdom episode that people are very much... I don't know if they're excited about Kingdom. I think they're... I think that those groups have enough of a fan base that people are gonna watch. People will watch it. I don't know if people are gonna enjoy it, but a lot of people will watch it. I think it'll overall be an... If you don't think of Kingdom as a competition, which I don't think of it as a competition because it's not. Because no one has anything to gain or lose on Kingdom. Exactly. So. Exactly. So I don't think anyone has anything to gain or lose. Thus, you know, we're fine there. Mm-hmm. But I think that hopefully we will get more shows that are just... Like, Mass Singer is very popular. Things like that are very yeah. popular. Can we have more shows like that? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, I'm not looking at people's life and death, like, struggles for fame. No, we I don't, just I don't want, want that. <laughs> I just want to see everybody dancing and having fun. Yeah. With, like, naked, I want, uh, and this is, we keep bringing up Hit the Stage because we recently just rewatched all of the Hit Every the Stage Every performance from Hit the Stage. <laughs> yes, and I remember that show is so good. Mm-hmm. And I like this idea of a competition show. It's, but the competition ends at the end of the episode. Yeah, I want that to be a thing more. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah, I would rather so much rather have that. I like the shows where the stakes are like either there are no stakes or the stakes are like so much lower, are just like so much. I don't know, easier for me to, like, watch and get invested with when I know that people's, like, careers aren't on the line, so. And people are just not gonna go home extremely upset. Yeah. So, um, to wrap it up, we have our th- now three groups in the category of having not have any survival show, um, experience. Well, actually, You'd you know You'd be what? surprised how few of you them You know what? Are. Checkmate should be in the kingdom category because the two girls of 
Checkmate were in, we're in like previous other groups. groups. Yeah. So to make an addendum, Checkmate also, but also Checkmate's not a boy. Checkmate group. is also just a co-ed group. So. Yep. So different. Different. But to to end on that, we then the only two are UNVS and T one four one nine. Yeah. It's one four one nine, right? I wrote one four two nine. One four one nine. Yes. That's it. Yep. Of the groups. Of all 14 groups that we talked about, and plus everybody that debuted this year, Mm -hmm. two of them have had no affiliation with anything. And UNVS is Is still, like, there's, like, an asterisk next to UNVS because they, like, debuted in Taiwan first and then decided they weren't successful there and so came over to Korea to debut. So there's, like, a weird, like, asterisk on them, too, because they're, like, not even really fully in the k-pop like realm per no se. they're like weirdly half k-pop but yeah. also half like taiwanese pop i don't i don't, I don't really know it's like dan knows know. more about that but i know that there's like a weird like career path that you would yeah. went through so it's like it's it's so technically if we're gonna go with pure <laughs> Like, we have T1419. It is T1419. And we've already talked That's about That's the last how... competitor standing, everyone. <laughs> T1419. T1419. already talked about, I think, before how horribly T1419 was promoted pre-debut as well. With, first of all, not revealing the faces of anyone. Secondly, referring to all of them by only numbers. Having them release Dracula in, like, monster, like, face makeup so you still yep. can't see their faces. Nope. And it's like, what are we doing to this poor group right now? Yeah, I felt so bad. They had no names for, like, the first, like, month that they had horrible. been announced. Yeah. They had no names, no faces. No names and no faces. And I'm like, I don't which, think again, this is what you want to be doing to which your I, new boy group. Again, what I'm saying is that if we're in a situation where this group... Is this what you have to do if you have no recognizable faces now? We have to do, like, weird, like, like... Reveals? Like, reveal, like, very bizarre, like, (laughs) promotional tactics, like... Yeah, is... Because I'm just like, I mean, is that what we're doing now that, like... I mean, I guess that there's, like, no one people will recognize, so I guess that's... You can do this with them, but, like, that's weird. Because that also reminds me of P1 Harmony is, like, very close to being in the nothing category as well. P1 Harmony was supposedly releasing a K-pop movie cinematic universe, and I'm like... I don't think that was ever a thing. I'm like, so is it, like... Like, what are we doing with the groups that, like, don't have any, like, recognition from Survivors anymore? Do we have to do these, like, really bizarre, like, promotional tactics now? Is that what we have to resort to? Yeah, because, like, MCND is really close to that, too, because he was barely on that show Mm -hmm. of Under 19. And, like, a bunch of these groups are, like, close to not counting. Right. But I think overall, like, you have to sort of just... I want to go back to a point where you're just, like, focusing on the group's debut. And, like, if they mm-hmm. have a reality show or a survival show, that's just what you have. Yeah. I don't need to have, like, the fact that I have 18 hours of, like, background content on all these members because I have to go watch various like reality shows Like, five different survival on. shows that everyone was on. <laughs> hmm And I also feel bad for these people, for these kids that are forced to do them. I know, and multiple, some of these guys on multiple shows, too. Yeah. Like, it just reminds me of One Us, where just, like, One Us was on so many survival shows before they mm-hmm. debuted. Yeah. 
And it just makes me, it just is a lot. It's a lot to, like, put these, like, teenagers through, like, years and, and years of just, like, a gauntlet of survival shows before they can even officially debut. Yeah. Like, and that's the one thing I will give, like, the foreign produces over the Korean produces. The foreign produces either you are an established person and you're doing this for fun, like in China, wherein you will just go back to your group when you're done, or mm-hmm. you're about to debut in a group anyway, and right. you don't... Or japan where you go on this show you are just off the street and you're off the street and if you didn't like you know being an idol on the show then you just go back to your life or you decide you you know you do want to pursue it but you can just like kind of figure like i don't know you can still figure out a career after that but you're not so far you can go on to 2021 yeah Mm -hmm. thriving go to 2021 (laughs) exactly um but the thing with k-pop is that they are so young Mm mm-hmm They've already done training because most those kids aren't off the street. They've already done training. They're like 14 years old. And then you do that show and then you do the other show and then you maybe eventually debut when you're 18. But that means you've already had time to do like three shows when you were 14 to 18. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's a rough time. <laughs> like that sounds awful, honestly. Mm-hmm. But that's just, it's like, that's like what K-pop is turning into is like having to do sometimes multiple of of these shows and it's like ridiculous i kind of just if we're gonna do one and i i i remember when we used to say that those shows are cruel Mm -hmm. and then you have the people doing multiple of them i want to get back to a point where you're doing one show and then debuting yeah or one show and then debut a few like the kid that did no mercy Mm -hmm. the kid that did no mercy only did no mercy yeah and And that was years ago and that was years ago and didn't do any of the seasons of produce mm-hmm. anything else and then is now debuting yeah i prefer that because that's that's yes. heartbreak because it took him that long to debut yeah the fact that some of these kids are going on like a survival show failing that survival show and then going on another survival show in hopes of doing their lair and then a lot of times failing again like that's just brutal like mm-hmm. to go through multiple of those it reminds me of, like, Icon, who were just, like, forced onto double survival show. They had, yeah. They no were choice of the matter. Were, look, I will say, I have back never to back felt survival more shows. emotional on a, on a survival show than I did with Climax. Climax yeah. is, like, really emotional. It The weird thing with Climax, and this is a tangent that I just, that we're now going to go on because we're never going to talk about these shows. Um... The thing with Climax will just always be that 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 is a performance for the person that's going to win that show. Yes. That is like the per that is like priming you to like see them succeed. And, and then, then you they like close. 10 minutes later you watch them fail. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like what? I oh, knew boy. they were going to lose. Oh yeah. But like you watch that performance and like BI is just like a solid minute of him just in silence. It's just, rapping, oh my like, god, and it's, like, real emotional. D- 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 and then you just, like, everyone is crying. Yeah. It brings everyone to tears. And then ten minutes later, winner has winner. won. Like, team A won. And I'm like, what? Yep. What are we doing? Oh, boy. It is a it is a great performance. It is, it is nice. so um, good. Yeah, it is nice having, like, gotten into K-pop after both win and mix and match were over and knowing that both of those groups were fine like, oh yeah 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 yeah. like if i did not know that icon had debuted oh, that and, like, as i watched time. both of them <laughs> yeah i watched both of them post the icon debut yeah because i was same. serious and i was just like oh thank like 
you just thank God they're both that okay. Season. And that season almost primes you to think that Icon will I know, win. because YG seems to love Icon. Like, he, I mean, I love Icon. Like, yeah. Icon is great. The entire like, show, it's like, there's like weird like favoritism to Icon, and then they don't win. <laughs> And then they lose. Yeah. And then you, like, it's like, it. they have so much of the favoritism, and then they do climax, and then they have, like, this great finale right. performance. And then, and, like, it's just winner. priming them to win. And then it's, like, Team A wins, and it's just like, what? What? Since when? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I like, I love Winner. Winner's great, but yes. what? This just reminds this me sh- of, like, having, um, learned about Orbit. Like, if I had watched uh, Produce Japan before Orbit had debuted, I would have been real sad. <laughs> like Same. I would have been so sad. So knowing that, like, Produce Japan had, like, a JVJ equivalent and, like, all of my favorite people were in it, I'm, like, very happy. Like, so much, like, more happy about that. So now that we're off of the icon tangent. Yes. Anything else? Um, I guess we Do we have any thoughts quick... to just wrap up Produce Month as a whole? I'm. T- I want. I- We're done. We're done. I'm tired. <laughs> There's so. Our much. life has been consumed by this series for the last three months. It's really been a lot. Like, but I also so don't much. know how it not does not consume my life anymore because I don't remember what my life was before. But yeah, what it was, was my life before produce. watching eleven seasons of produce? It changes your life a little. It bit. really you see does. The world differently. The world. Like, I'm a different person now. <laughs> Like, I'm a, I'm a very different person than I was when we started this. I'm happy I went on this journey with another person. Yes. Because I, I would have lost my lost, mind by I think myself. I, I don't watch all 11 seasons of the show if I'm doing it myself. Like, there's God, no way. No. There's no way. But I think overall it's given me a weird new perspective on a lot of things. Oh, yeah. For sure. Especially on, like, um, like C-pop and, like, J-pop a little bit. But, like, I know a lot more about c-pop and i listen to a lot more c-pop now than i ever did before Mm -hmm. which is nice yeah it's like opened up the horizons a little bit it's also just made me look at k-pop a little bit differently of like oh so yeah this show like has really changed yeah having to like sit down and think about what the korean produce has done to the k-pop industry has kind of been like a lot. I, a lot. It's very eye-opening, but also I'm like, this show is horrible. Like, I hate mm-hmm. it. But also, like, I watched 11 seasons and did not really complain. No. There was, I like, because it was mostly, like, enjoyable. Like, I enjoyed a vast majority of it, too. There was, like, a couple of low points, but, like, I did enjoy watching most of these seasons, so. Yeah. I'm ex- I think overall... I have gained a new, because I I dismissed a lot of produce very early on, mm-hmm. and I think it has given me, like, a perspective of, like, oh, no, this show has its merit. Yeah. And, like, it's, it it's, it's a weird show, but I can see why it was popular and why it sucks you in. Right, right. And so, I mean, that's the good part of it. I would not recommend people do this. No, I don't I say recommend that, that every anybody. episode, but don't do it. I don't recommend anyone watch all eleven and now fourteen seasons of Produce. I don't yes. recommend anyone do that. No, not especially, especially not, especially not. Just three don't month. do it in a month. Yeah, I especially don't do it in the like the three week span that we did. So yeah, like you can. I would just say take like a year. Take like a year. 
Because we had originally planned to space this out over, like, three months, and we did it in three weeks, so. Yeah, we have, like, we're, like, the kind of people that just do things very, like, oh, we have to do this? Great, we're just gonna do it now. Because I think we had initially planned on doing Produce Month in May. We did. But then we were, like, no, we need to do it in March because of how we're planning the podcast, and I was, like, well, now we gotta watch five more seasons of the show, like, right now. Which so we have in general, time to we prepare. could have pushed it back to June. We could have, but, you know, but we just we wanted to make that. it harder on ourselves for no reason. Well, now it's over and we're done. We and are now done. we just have to start podcasting right in time Kingdom. for podcasting. Right Kingdom. in time for Kingdom, yeah. I'm excited for Kingdom, genuinely. I am. I, I am very excited for Kingdom. I think it'll, I don't, I don't necessarily think I'm going to enjoy it, but I, I'm excited in a I'm weird way. I'm excited to watch it with people. In yeah. that I will, I've now learned I can't watch any of these shows by myself. No. So if I watch it with people, we're good. Yes, we're I also want to rope in, like, Lucas and Dan for, like, one episode of the Kingdom coverage. Each, each of them. Each, each of, of them, them gets will, one episode. I kind of want to rope them into one episode. Mm, that mm-hmm. will be fun. Yes. But, so, so that was the episode. That was Produce Month. That was month. the episode. That was Produce Month. I We have um one more bonus video. Yes, we yes. have one more produce bonus video because we realize that there are... There are five Wednesdays in five, March. Yeah, there's five Wednesdays in yeah. March. Surprise! Surprise. So you're gonna get that. And so, yep, that yep. was... Uh, you can go watch all the other bonus videos we made on Produce Month. They're all very fun. They're very good. Mm-hmm. I like them a lot. They're yes. some of my favorite videos we've... Bonus videos we've ever made, personally. I do. I do enjoy them a lot. All right, so... Uh, we are on all the podcasting sites, Spotify and all of that. And if you're watch, you're listening on that, we are on YouTube. We have a K-pop Instagram and Twitter, which we don't use that often, if you care. But, you know, follow us if you want. Follow us there if you want to. Yeah. I don't <laughs> Sure. <laughs> Kayla's the social media manager. I am, and I, I neglect the Instagram a lot. A lot. I do tweet out when our episodes come out. Sometimes I remember the bonus videos, but, you know, it's really depending on yeah. if I remember or not. Ooh, yeah, nah, it's fine. Yep. And then, um, yay. Yay. So that's I, it. We'll see you next week. We're done with produce months, so no more produce content. No for- more produce content. You're going to get a fun game next week. How about oh, yes, that? we do have a fun game next week. We have a fun game next week. Mm-hmm. And then we're gonna start do, going back to your regularly scheduled regularly scheduled K-pop like quarter content. quarter one will be in April. Yes, uh, Kingdom, all sorts of more regular podcast content. It won't just be produce anymore. We are done with only doing produce content. So yes. All right. All right. Bye. See you next week. Bye.